Hold one. Arm drag. Brett screwed Brett. It's me, Austin. I did it for the rock. Oh, shut your mouth, you thong wearing fatty. Number four, arm bar. I am Sir Michael Cole. What? Special. What are you drinking, Brad? I mean, to be fair, it looks like you yawned him. <laughs> what is it? Bulmers. Bulmers. Christ Almighty, looks like horse piss, doesn't it? Anyway, welcome everybody to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, Taryn, your host, alongside Jamie, Dan, Joe, and Bradley. What up, Oos? What's up, Oos? <laughs> there you go. I was on cue this time. Probably <laughs> didn't say it right. <laughs> no, that sounded good to me. How are we all doing this what week? What up, Oose? <laughs> Great <laughs> impression. <laughs> what up, Oose? I say, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's because I'm not the big dog. No, he's, he's not the big dog anymore, is no, he? Do not he's head of the table. Head of the table. I was like, hey, where's the big dog? Is that what Michael Cole's shouting <laughs> yeah, out He now? goes, head yep. of the table. Oh, It's boss time. <laughs> had a dream and I heard that I it. <laughs> I always forget she's got new theme music now. I say new, she's probably had it about a year now, but I get ready to sing it in my head. AEW's own. AEW legend. <laughs> yeah, we'll be coming back, don't you worry. How are we doing all anyway, guys? Did we enjoy the chamber on Sunday? Yes. Yeah. It was good. I was very tired the next day. Oh, you stayed up and watched it, it live. It finished at yeah. half two. It did, which I was, I was happy about. Nice, yeah, like two and a half hours, wasn't it? Because I watched it after work on Monday and I switched it on and I thought, you know, this is going to be finished before I even need to make the tea. This is this is brilliant. This is quality. And they even added a match in. Dan was right. They had the women's tag team match. Now, you know, to be fair to us, they announced it officially after we'd recorded the podcast. That's why it's part of our predictions. We didn't include it, so we will get on to that. But yeah, they um, added a match in, and it was still only two and a half hours. Yeah, I think I think it's mainly because obviously we didn't have the women's one, wasn't it? I think that's why there was that gap. Which kind of glad yeah. it means we got an it's... extra like half hour in bed. Do you not feel it's better though, not having to sit through three, yeah. four hour pay per views oh, like that? Kick off was... as well, yeah. Well, that was if you're not including the kickoff, that was less than was, raw. Yeah, a pay per view was less than raw, which was actually quite nice for a change. It was like I think it ran 12 till about 20 to 3, if I remember rightly. It was, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it was, I you it was, will have been clock watching because you had work the next day or the same day, should I say, UK time. And the uh, the pre show was actually pretty decent as well. Um, I know we don't usually watch the pre-show or comment on the pre-show, but they had that fatal four-way match, which um, was mentioned on the Raw. And then they had um, the Street Profits um, talking to Sonny Deville. And then she just said, no, you speak to me in my office and give me respect. So they ran away. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it was pretty decent. What, what have I missed? Donia Seville thing there was a bit strange. Like, again, I haven't seen it. Is she like the general manager? of like? This is what I was going to ask. She's the, assistant to Adam, she's the assistant to Adam Pierce on SmackDown. So Adam Pierce is just one of the many backstage people who make matches and run things but she's the assistant adam pierce on smackdown because apparently the two-hour show on smackdown is a lot harder to run than the three-hour show he's running on raw yeah because he doesn't have an assistant on raw i know shane mcmahon popped up again this week 
Um, so basically, it's just like, yeah, just come in my office and we'll sort you out. She's saying, and then she approached all of our favourite, su- uh, our favourite superstar, Bad Bunny, and went, oh. Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny. After this back. week, I think I might put a ban on any mention of Bad Bunny. How can you? He's going to be fighting the Miz at WrestleMania for the did championship. Did you did you know <laughs> that he was the? I don't think we've spoken about this, but he was the number one merchandise seller last month for the whole of the WWE with like half a million dollars in sales, in merchandise sales, more than any other superstar. So you've got a wrestler, uh, sorry, you've got a celebrity that half He's the continent a w- doesn't know. WWE champion, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you've got the 24-7 champion. But, you know, half of us didn't even know, like, did any of us genuinely, except for probably Bradley, because he listens to children's music, does, any, does anybody else ever even heard of him before the Rumble? Because I oh, certainly haven't. No. Yeah, I, I love Space Jam. Talks <laughs> <laughs> <Dog's> funny. <laughs> I hope he's going to be in Space Jam 2, a new legacy. Oh, no, we can't. He's contracted with the WWE now. They're not going to allow him. He could get injured. Last year, though, didn't it? I, I assume it. I was going to say, I assume it's James. Yeah, got filmed like last year, I'm pretty sure. I mean, this yeah. isn't a film podcast. This isn't the film podcast that you do, Jamie. But, you know, we oh, can. Oh, sorry, it's one day, isn't it? Sorry, guys. <laughs> We can quite honestly say that Space Jam 2 will be worse than Space Jam, and that's quite hard to beat anyway. It's one of the worst films ever made. Space Jam is one of the greatest 90s movies ever made. Ever made. But we're not my favourite movies. It was my favourite animated movie. (laughs) Well, that explains a lot. And you watch wrestling like a child. Right, let's get into this year. <laughs> let's get into the chamber then. You already mentioned it, Dan. We did have a kickoff show, uh, match, which I think was thrown together at the last minute, from what I understand, because Keith Lee was pulled out. Um, and nearly said pulled off that he was pulled off. He was. Um, <laughs> he was pulled. He pulled out due to injury, yeah. Yeah. legitimate injury. So they kind of had to throw him out rather than make it. A singles, singles match between Lashley and Riddle. They still wanted to keep it a triple threat, which I suppose makes the weight going into it. Exactly. So they had um, John Morrison was thrown in there against Elias Mustafa Ali and Ricochet. Richard um, O'Shea. <laughs> Richard O'Shea. Now, I've got a problem with this match. Um, I know it's only on the pre-show, but, you know... So you probably don't even watch the pre-show. No, I, I've, I don't normally, <laughs> but I went back and watched this match. And the problem that I have with it is you add T-Bag and Flapjack and all that business at ringside. Laser taser and all other kind of lasers. But they just stood there. This is, a, this is technically a no disqualification match because any match that's more than one person in the WWE is no DQ. A triple threat match is no DQ. They used the weapon, didn't no they, if I, if, I, if I remember correctly? Yeah, but for what I'm saying is the majority of the match they just stood, just there. stood there. Why would you, why when the bell rings, if you're members of Retribution, would you not go in and kick the shit out of Elias and Ricochet <laughs> and John Morrison? Because and they have faith in out. their leader, Mustafa Ali. Well, I hope that's explanation <laughs> because the booking was absolute shite. <laughs> I'm just going to watch him get beaten up for a little bit and then I might do something. I and just... Mus- Sorry, go on, Taryn. No, no, go on, Brad. I was going to say, and then obviously Mustafa Ali got hit with hit by the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. 
But Bad Bunny wasn't up. wrestling, was he? The surprise roll-up. The <laughs> distraction finish. And that just proves how badly booked this match. I don't know who the booker was on this match, um, who produced it, but that just proves it because it's a sloppy booking. It's sloppy finishing. It's always got to finish with a roll-up. It's like a bloody... But my pet hate on battle royals, and they seem to do it I'm slightly going off topic here. But I think if you look at the last five battle royals, they don't know how to finish them anymore. It's always some arse going under the bottom rope, disappearing for the rest of the match, coming back in at the last minute when the other person thinks they've won it and won it. And that's like the last five battle royals in a row that they've done that. And it's similar with these triple threat or um, fatal four way matches. They just end on roll-ups because they don't know how else to do it. And again, we'll we'll get onto that with the triple threat match. But um, yeah, um, I mean, a good showing by John Morrison. Decent athletes. I mean, the, this is the he thing. He's a great he, wrestler, though. He probably, probably deserved to go straight into it, but you know. No, he did. But I think with the... And, and taking nothing away from Elias, but, you know, certainly Ricochet, Ali and John Morrison are all great athletes and great wrestlers. So, so you is know, Elias. I'm not saying he isn't. I'm just saying I don't necessarily think he's. He's certainly not in the same bracket. He's not high flying. John like Morrison is Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, it 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 made sense for John Morrison to win as the type of star that he is, or the star that he should be. It didn't make sense that he won in the fact that Retribution has stood at ringside. If you ask me. Yeah. Because, like I said, if it's no DQ, you just fucking go in the match, take everybody out. Anyway, there you go, Ali. There's your win. Cheers, well, guys. especially since they are Retribution. I thought the whole point of Retribution when they first came into it, I know they've been booked to shit anyway. I thought they were supposed to be coming in to take over on a smaller scale than Nexus. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, they were throwing all that shit in the car park. They were throwing the... Uh, Call of Duty Molotov cocktails and all this type of shite, the and then he come in and then they just stand there and just go, "Oh yeah, he's gonna lose his Ali." Oh well, but I mean, they're gonna uh, uh, break up soon uh, anyway, aren't they? We're quite happy that we've thrown Ricochet into the post down do for this match. So. Exactly, but I mean, that was the that was your pre-show match, like you say, it set up. Um, it set up the match for later on the United States Championship match, but we did start with a chamber match, um, and it was the SmackDown Elimination Chamber match for an immediate Universal Championship match. Interestingly enough, they said the winner of this match will face Roman Reigns later on tonight, and I thought straight away, oh, okay then. They're going to allow whoever to win (laughs) to have a bit of a break, maybe a couple of matches, could even be the main event. And, you know, we'll see. Oh, no, of course, it was straight after. I mean, that's I predicted anyway. But, um, yeah, yeah. Joe, what did did you think of the the SmackDown's Chamber match? Um, I thought it was probably, I thought it was really good. Um, uh, Cesaro and Daniel Bryan started it off. Um, They really good back and forth and slugging it out. Cesaro, I think, lasted over half an hour in this match, like 35 minutes. Um, then uh, there was a big, there was big bumps in there, and you know, Daniel Bryan was in there, and you know, um, Dave. So, and I just thought that they there was some good back and forth, and there was a bit where Cesaro like did some pull ups off mm. the chain. Yeah. 
I thought they used the chamber well in this match yeah. without going too over the top. A lot of the times with gimmick matches, they can concentrate too hard on using like a chamber or a steel cage or a hell well, of a cell, but they did it quite clever in this match, I thought. Especially with the whole Kevin Owens bit as well with the chamber door. Never you know, seen just, something like that. Yeah, like Jay so just like like keeping the door closed on his arms. Like, <laughs> The one thing I will have to say is I'm so glad that Sami Zayn didn't go out first and he actually got a little bit more longer time in there because (laughs) he is, besides Bo Dallas, Sami Zayn is the most underappreciated, underused superstar. Well, there was a bit where... There's a bit where Sammy Z tried to team out with Kevin Owens, didn't he? He was like, yeah. oh, they don't understand this. You know, let's team up. And then Kevin Owens just like, you talk too much and just like, batter them. Yeah. So ex- explain this to me. Explain why Retribution in a no disqualification match are allowed to be at ringside, even though they didn't necessarily really get involved. And they are known as a wrestling faction that usually beat people up. But yeah. Sami Zayn's camera crew are ejected from being outside the Elimination Chamber when they're not active wrestlers, also in a no disqualification match. Similar as well, earlier, uh, later on in the night as well, it's like Omos was allowed there until he got thrown out for ripping, yeah. the, ripping the window off or whatever he did. <laughs> Who's booking this? Who is booking this? My favorite There's part no of- consistency. Best part though of the entire um, SmackDown Elimination Chamber though was with Sami Zayn when he like grabbed the door to try and stop. Um, I can't remember who he was trying to stop. I think he was trying to stop King Corbin getting into him, and then but he, yeah, he I forgot. The, I think that he forgot that the door behind him opened. It's why he just turns around and Cesaro just smashes him around in the pod. <laughs> well, Corbin was first eliminated. He came in at number three, and Good. I'm sure nobody cared for the fact no. that. Why you all said Sami Zayn. You all said it. Tom was like, he's going out straight away. Well, I'm having a quick look now at what our predictions were. Um, yeah, because I think we did say, did we say, oh, no, we didn't do a prediction of who was going out first, did we? We said who would be the we last said it. two. But I think I did say that I thought Sami Zayn would go out first because he blamed the conspiracy. Again, would have made sense. Booking 101. They still didn't do it. But he went out second. He went out second um, to Kevin Owens. Uh, Owens went out third. Cesaro had a great showing. And I think Cesaro, maybe on par with Daniel Bryan, but I'd argue that Cesaro looked the best in the entire match. Uh, you know, they're, they're, not, they're not pushing him to where we would like him to be. So I think we'd all agree he should be, he should be a main event to Cesaro. Why he should have had a title run by now. It, well, exactly. Um but I, I, at least they're doing something with him now. And from what I've heard, a lot of it's got to do with Daniel Bryan because he's producing some segments backstage at, um, at SmackDown. So I think he's been quite instrumental in doing that. And, you know, isn't it funny when somebody knows what they're talking about, knows what they're doing, you know, puts a wrestler in who knows what he's doing and magic happens. <laughs> so yeah. hopefully that, that bodes well for the future. Um Jey Uso, he was the uh, last one uh, eliminated as well. Eliminated so by the eventual well. winner, Brian. You want to talk about uh, magic and prediction. Did me and Dan both say Daniel Bryan? I, I can't remember. So, one out of one in the first match, we'll take it, Dan. <laughs> we'll take it. So, let's have, a look at, 
let's have a uh, let's have a look at that afterwards because we will certainly go through the scores. Believe you me, we will, and we'll see how everybody fared and how everyone scored. But I I thought that this was obviously we'll go on to it. I thought this was the better of the two chamber matches. I don't know what you thought. Yeah, Dan, I, I, yeah I did. I agree. Match of the night, yeah. I think, out of all of the matches. Yeah, de- definitely, uh, definitely, or certainly the the best one out of that. Um, certainly not match of the night was our second match on the main card, the singles match for the Universal Championship. I think it went down how we all thought it would do. Like obviously they, you know, Reigns came out straight away. I think the match literally lasted minute and a half, two minutes, twenty five yeah. minute and a half. Um, you know, when Reigns. Reigns did the beatdown. Obviously, I got the prediction wrong. I thought it was going to be Jay Uso lying down in the finger poke of doom moment. <laughs> in the finger poke of doom moment. Um, but this but... the thing we talked about booking wise. This is smart booking. We have to give credit where it's due. Reigns is supposed to be this dominant heel. He basically didn't give a hell. I don't yeah. know. I don't swear. Yeah. She just demolished him and like made himself look. Like a bad, but, like he didn't care. He's just going to hurt somebody, which is what you want from a big bad. And you have to give credit there that they allowed them to do that, even to like a a fan favorite like D. Bryan. I mean, but Daniel Bryan lasted all that time in the elimination chamber, where he came out, he did a spear straight away, and then Daniel Bryan like rolled it into the S lock, and then. And then uh, Reigns counted it then, and then he ended up having to choke Daniel Bryan out. So. He did still have some fight left in it, so he didn't like lie down from him. You know, he still had yeah. a valiant effort. And a lot of it in the actual chamber matches, well, they were working the knee injury, if I'm right. Yeah, Which, knees, yeah. Yeah, and they were they were like in that match as soon as he came out, he's like, Oh my god, but but Daniel can't stand. He he's he's hurt his knee. <laughs> what are they gonna do with Daniel? Didn't he win the chamber match with the running knee as well? Yeah. I think he did, yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> what what does Brian what does Brian do at WrestleMania now? Because at the end of the match, we had Adam Copeland himself, Edge, come out, spear my bugbear for all of this was he speared Roman Reigns, pointed at the side, and then the fucking fireworks went off like he just won the rumble all over again. Like what the fireworks were about, I don't know. Um, but he won the main event. It's been made official now. Yeah. We want kind of like um, a little prediction, maybe what could happen, because they're always saying Daniel Bryan might have his last moment anyway. I'm going to say he might have his chance at payback to make it a triple threat mania. Well, it will be payback. It will be payback, it will. It'll fight like like Jey Uso at payback, and if he wins, he gets entered into a triple threat or something. If not, like I'm fine with with Edge versus Reigns. That's fine, like it should be, but it depends what they're going to do with Daniel Bryan. Like you said, what they're going to do with him. Maybe yeah. they go down that route. And like, have when is Payback? Match. I thought Payback was after Mania. No, it's like a, a week or two before. Yeah, in a couple I of thought, weeks' time. I thought that was Fastlane. Oh, yeah, that's it. It's, it's Fastlane, not sorry, Payback. Yeah, yeah that's the one. Is yeah, Daniel Bryan's Fastlane to Mania? Too many pay-per-views. <laughs> Fastlane, Roadblock, End of the Line, Summer of the Fury. No way out. <laughs> just bring um, back no way out I've got a little bit of a different prediction though in regards to where you went there Jamie I think there's, they're going to implement something with the IC title where I can just there's just too many good people 
on the SmackDown roster to just not have a match at, at Mania. So I think that I, I've seen it, like I've seen it on Instagram as well. There's potential being in the works. So I see title ladder match, which yeah, will have six people like, yeah, like it'll have like Seth Rollins or Biggie Shinsuke. And maybe people like Daniel Bryan and stuff like that. Which, again, that was one of the best things about the Money in the Bank match was when it was at WrestleMania. It was one of the best matches at Mania. And he always looked forward to it. And I think they did one not so long ago as well, didn't they? Daniel Bryan won it, if I'm not too mistaken. They did an IC title match ladder. and Daniel, Daniel Bryan, Bryan won, won the IC title yeah. at WrestleMania 31 the year after he won the world title. Yeah, in a ladder match. Um, yeah, but six. when was the last time WrestleMania didn't have a ladder match? I feel like they've had a ladder match in the last like seven WrestleManias in a row. Yeah, they had that one have last been year, for they? either the tag team US or Intercontinental title. They so you need the ladder match. match. But it's just a way to get everybody on the card, isn't it? Yeah. Same Especially if you're people. not doing the Andre the Giant, exactly, which they might do this year since they're going to potentially have fans. But obviously they didn't do last year, but again... Who gives a shit about the Andre Giant Battle Royal? Fucking Mojo Raw. Unless Bo Dallas wins it, then I'll, I'll Mansoor. Enjoy it. He's stuck oh, in catering, but Mansoor is going to do it. I mean, rumours because WrestleMania's over two months. They're thinking about putting NXT Championship matches on WrestleMania because it's over two nights and not having to take over. That would make do sense. That. No. Are we sh- no. I'm saying you shouldn't do that. Like I said, some people say that takeover is better than Mania at some points. Why would they want to? Because it's it's like you have your takeover event for like it's you could basically make it three nights: NXT on the Friday, WrestleMania Saturday, WrestleMania Sunday. Yeah, do I don't know if any of you saw Finn Balor on the um, I think he was on Corey Graves' um, pod. Um, He said that he wants to do takeover. He wants to defend the championship at takeover, and then wants to defend it at Mania as well. He said the person he really wants to defend it against is Karrion Cross. Cross will beat him for the title, though. Yeah, that's the only that's the only thing. So unless he's going to defend it against him at Mania to drop the title, you know, it doesn't make sense for me to have him face him, say on the Friday in NXT Takeover, and then drop it and uh, to drop it because then surely Cross has got to defend it the night after or the night after that. So, And yeah. where, do you, where do you fit the Hall of Fame around this as well? Let's not forget there's got to be a Hall of Fame ceremony as well. So What's that one an interesting it? concept. No, they, they they, they, um, they're, they're doing last year's class this year, they are, as yeah. if they just missed it all off. But yeah, it's going to have to fit in at, at some point. But Let's hope Bret Hart doesn't get attacked this year. Well, I would hope not, since he's not going to be there. (laughs) Or let's just hope no one gets attacked this year. I I think it's going to be virtual, from what I've read. There's going to be no fans at the Hall of Fame ceremony, and it's all going to be done virtually, which is a shame for the inductees. But let's be honest, the Hall of Fame itself is a bit of a farce anyway, because they're, you know... It's the only Hall of Fame going, well, maybe apart from the Impact Wrestling one, but when I say it's the only Hall of Fame going, it really is without a physical Hall of Fame. It's just names on an internet. <laughs> so, and you get Mr. A Drew Carey, thank you. Well, yeah, the greatest celebrity inductee of all time. You see, we've already spoke about him on our Royal Rumble podcast. We have about how he was the greatest entry, a celebrity entry into a Royal Rumble ever back in 2001. He deserves his place. He deserves his place in the Hall of Fame more than Mike Tyson does for his interaction in the Attitude Era. What <laughs> he does, Drew Carey for the win, for the win. WrestleMania, Speaking... 14, WrestleMania fourteen is the greatest WrestleMania of all time. 
well, I'm sure we'll get on to the greatest <laughs> WrestleMania. It's leading up to WrestleMania. It's Don't Tyson blow your load Austin. now. It's Tyson and Austin. That's Tyson the biggest Austin. thing that happened in wrestling in the 90s. That's the biggest thing ever in wrestling at the time. You it's think? Tyson doesn't agree to be in the Hall of Fame. It's I'm not saying he just I'm just saying Drew <laughs> Carey deserves it. But if, you, <laughs> if you haven't realised, I am trolling you. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. Um, Jesus. Although I wouldn't say that... Um, uh, Mike Tyson and Austin was the biggest thing in the 90s. It's one of the biggest, but I would say the Hogan heel turn was probably the biggest thing in the 90s. But anyway, we're getting on to something. You know, that's another podcast for another day that is leading up to WrestleMania. Right now, we need to talk about how I, yes, that's me, got a quality prediction correct on the next match when I correctly predicted that Riddle, the stoner himself, the the snow buddies or whatever it is fan, won the United States Championship in the (laughs) Dan, what did... um, I'm counting this as null and void because I didn't say John Morrison was in it. If I knew John Morrison was in it, I would have picked Matt Riddle. This isn't a Liverpool game. We don't want the Premier League null and void just because your precious Liverpool aren't winning any games at the minute. Dan, what did you think of the triple threat match? Yeah, overall decent match. I mean, it makes sense with the fatal four-way to throw in an extra person. It wouldn't have worked if it was a one-on-one and making Lashley look weak before he moves on to what he's moving on to now. But yeah, I think it's, it's well overdue to have a new champion on it. Riddle's, you know, Riddle looked great um, winning the championship. I mean, some of the moves he hit were absolutely insane. Um, but yeah, overall solid match. It wasn't one of the best matches. It wasn't the best match on the card. You know, the Chamber matches stole the show. But, you know, in terms of telling a story, giving us a new champion, a bit a more freshness in the product, yeah, I was well happy with it. Did you notice um, Riddle's outfit Well, He looked like Evil Queen Evil when he walked out. Yes, yes. I did notice that. That was the first thing I noticed when he, when he came out. Um, I just think that it, it was... I'm not a big fan of Riddle. I know some people are, some people aren't. I'm not. I just, if I'm being honest, I just don't get it. I, I don't see where the, I don't see where the appeal comes from. I mean, he's a decent athlete. Don't get me wrong, and he can string a match together. I think there's better talent out there that should be placed in his position. And um, but I can understand why they would. But especially with the booking that came afterwards, I can understand why they would have Lashley drop the title and why Riddle would be put in the place for the time being. Um, and again, I can see the booking implications that they had as far mm. as how Riddle won. You know, Lashley didn't take the pin. He was protected, ready for his upcoming programme, which we'll get on to. Um, and, you know, Riddle walked away as the, the champion. I question who he's going to... If he's going to have a match at WrestleMania, let, let's just say for argument's sake here, he's going to have a singles match. It's not going to be a multi-man match. It's going to be a singles match. Who does he defend the title against at Mania if Lashley is doing other things? Keith Lee. Well, yeah, you could always do that, can't you? Like, Keith Lee would be like, I didn't get my shot. I want my shot. And then he'd be like, well, however he Do talks. we know what injury he's out with? No. I don't think they've reported it, have they? No. So, all being well, you know, I'm sure, I mean, we're still quite a, a few weeks off WrestleMania, aren't we? So that's potentially something that, that that could be done. I would very much like to see um, Samoa Joe jump off the commentary table and just attack Riddle in, in a heelish move and set up a Samoa, Samoa Joe, Joe needs match. to come back. I'll love that. I had him as one of my surprise entrants for the Rumble, I think. Like, yeah, but you're shit. Back. That's why it was wrong. <laughs> Says the guy with bad bunny. 
<laughs> See, my shout for um, who's going to face it, I mean, it would be AJ Styles. That's that's probably a decent shout, to be fair. And mm. again, as long as AJ's calling the match, that could work out to be pretty decent. As long as Anus isn't involved in it. Um, ASOS. <laughs> ASOS. Anus, ASOS. <laughs> Omos, whatever he's called. Um, I've, I've just got this bad feeling with Omos that they're eventually just going to... Dress him, him up as the ninja uh, again. Well, I no, just want him just... to stop talking. Why, why does he talk from Uso? He's like, AJ, you can do this. Like, every five minutes I'm going to make... Oh, he's a, gr- he's a great promo. Right. He's a great promo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could always put uh, Damien Priest against um, uh, uh, Riddle. You know, I know he's, like, um, bad buddies, like, security guard, like, protector, but, you know... We've already really seen good... that, haven't we? We've already seen that on NXT, well, on like, six months ago. I know, but how many times I... have we seen bloody... Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre and all this. They're not afraid of putting on matches that we've seen I, a trillion times before, are they? I would happily agree with that. If I know, if I didn't know the way that they're going to go with the tag team match, that's inevitably, inevitably going to happen. Yeah. John Morrison and The Miz and Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. I'd happily go down that route because, like you said, it's happened on NXT. And if I remember it rightly, it was, it was well, it was class as it always are. Um. But yeah, you think I, at I, WrestleMania it's going to be the Miz and John Morrison versus Bad Bunny and Damien Priest, the WWE champion? Well, from He's what I understand champion. from reading the dirt sheets as well, that very much is also the plan. <laughs> uh, we, we we will get on to that after our main event and discuss that further. But um, no, I, I agree with yourself, uh, Bradley, on, on that one. It seems as if they are going on in that route. But for the moment, anyhow, Riddle is your new United States champion. Um I'm sure we can quickly gloss over the next match. The uh, the match that we didn't include in our predictions, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defeating Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks to retain the women's tag team titles. I didn't even uh, watch it. I went on FIFA. Uh, my oh. hole! <laughs> <laughs> well, why haven't they run with the my hole gimmick? I thought, if I thought... There's because she's not gimmick, like most girls. I'm not like most girls. <laughs> they did on NXT, didn't they? I don't know, I missed it. Yeah, um, when she was speaking to Raquel Gonzalez, she went, uh, she pointed at the trophy, and you know there's boots on the trophy? Yeah. Uh, she went, I'm going to shove this boot so far up your hole. I was like, <laughs> right, okay then. Where are the My Hole t-shirts? I, I need the My Hole t-shirt. Did you imagine walking down the street with a Nia Jax face going, and it just says, My Hole. <laughs> But that's why it surprises me that they haven't done that. I thought that was a. We're talking about (laughs) we're talking about bad buddy selling a half a million dollars worth of merchandise. What is his merchandise, by the way? What does he have? Oh, it's just like glasses. He's got got six t-shirts and he's got three hoodies. Six, six t-shirts. Both down two. They're all of him (laughs) jumping off the top rope. Which you slipped off, my eye. Hang add. on, how do you know, Bradley? I've seen the pictures. <laughs> he's been ordering them. He's, he's bought one. <laughs> I bought them, Addy. I swear. So this is why he's got. This is why he's got a WrestleMania background, so you don't see them hung up behind him. <laughs> oh, my unknown to everyone, I bought the entire stock. I bought the half a million pound stock. <laughs> he has. He's bought it, and. If they bring out the My Hole t-shirts, I will buy half a million dollars stock of the My Hole t-shirts. <laughs> but we'll move swiftly on, unless anyone's got any further comments about the tag match. But um, yeah, one further comment. Go on. What, why do they have? Why do they have at one stage three different number one contenders for the women's tag team titles? They had Lana and Naomi. 
Then they had uh, the NXT girls. And then all of a sudden they go, oh, yeah, Bianca and uh, Sasha, you're your number one contenders as well. So then on Raw, they go, oh, yeah, remember, we've got Lana and Naomi. They've got a title shot somewhere down the line. Thinking, make, make up your mind. I think the good thing with that, though, I say good, it's probably going to be like a triple threat or fatal four-way tag match at Mania, isn't it? One for each On round. the pre-show. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, uh, definitely, because the fans were there, there's going to be so many signs saying, my, oh, and she's going to do it for the boys. <laughs> Maybe that's what they're going to do when they have these elaborate big entrances like you think of the classic entrances she's gonna come out the hole she is they're gonna have a big anus they are (laughs) on the stage she's gonna burst through it daniel bryan was back with it i say aj lee years ago he wasn't massive but the whole yes thing just took off because everybody started doing it it was like fandango like what, so you're saying if everybody starts everybody doing just my hole, my hole. <laughs> when no, everyone back. starts doing my hole, <laughs> you know, oh, um, it will be great. <laughs> speaking of Fandango, I, I know you guys don't watch the chase uh, that often. They had a question on the chase. It was um, which WWE superstar's name is a, um, a, dance a, a, a dance move. And they said salsa and they said um, cha-cha. Yeah. And then they, 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 Brad just looked at him and went, no, it's Fandango. And everybody was just looking at each other like, who's Fandango? This was a question on the chase. That was a question on chase this week, yeah. Was it? I usually watch the chase. I, I watched the one. chase as well. No, 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 no. Not as good as Tenable, no, 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 but it does. No, 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 no. I don't oh, like Bradley Walsh. I love that little guy. You're I'm as tall host. as the host, Brad. You're as tall I as I know. Him. I am the host. I love that leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> it's Hornswoggle. He's back. All right, Bradley, bloody hell. I mean, Tower's actually saying he was in the movie Leprechaun. He's leprechaun, he played the Leprechaun, you're just being very sizey, saying he looks like Hornswoggle. <laughs> he looked like um, Grip Hook from um, Harry Potter, didn't he? He looks he very is. similar to him. That's who he is. <laughs> yes, that is That's... who he is. He plays about he's 20 Professor Flitwick. Who? I don't but watch Harry he's Potter. Professor Flitwick in Harry Potter, and he's also one of the um, Gringotts bank managers. There's me saying I don't watch Harry Potter and I think Harry Potter is one of the worst franchises ever and I'm wearing a Harry Potter t-shirt but that's because somebody bought it me for Christmas and, hey, I, needed a, and I needed a top to wear. Oh, Ravenclaw. Sorel, uh, Sorel says, oh, but you're in Ravenclaw. You were sorted by the sorting cat into Ravenclaw. I said, yes, except I wasn't because it isn't fucking real. People <laughs> act like Harry Potter is real. It I'm is in real. Gryffindor. I'm in Ravenclaw. You're not. It's real. You clicked on a button and it randomly just put you against no. an aim. My traits, you can go off traits as well, then, and I am the biggest Hufflepuff. Yeah, well, you didn't need to tell me that <laughs> twice. We knew if that, you, but if you guys, <laughs> If you guys want to know the most pressure you'll ever have, I did a charity quiz once uh, for Harry Potter fans. I didn't write the quiz. I said, look, I'm happy to host the quiz for charity, but you need to write these questions for me. <laughs> and I, I, I had to go there two hours before and like, could, could you tell me what this word means? This word means how to pronounce this. And I, I did a disclaimer for the quiz. I said, look, doing the quiz, but please don't shout at me. I do not know these words. I can't read half the time. Oh, mate, the pressure. Everybody was literally trying to throw, throw these like little golden Ferrero Rochers with wings attached to him at me. Gold, gold, gold snitching me in the face. Oh my days! Did, did what the, is uh, a Wingardium Leviosa? <laughs> Leviosa. Did the winners win any money, um, Dan, or did you swindle them out of the cash flight? You did me that time. I did the quiz. 
Hey, right, okay, we're going to clear this up right now. Okay, <laughs> what James... Karen cheats at quizzes. These with things are mine as well, and he cheats. I said, okay, you've won the quiz, you've won a round of drinks, but if you'd like to win the cash we, prize... We didn't just win the quiz, bag we of demolished balls. everybody and um, won miles, got miles more questions right than anyone else. And they went, yes, you've won the quiz. Oh, but to win the cash prize, you need to pick a number between like 1 and 12 and pick that number out of a bag. I'm like, why? I've won the quiz. Give me the prize. And then when I picked out the wrong number, you win nothing. <laughs> what? I've just won the quiz. Why don't I win Welcome the prize? Welcome to you got a round of drinks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. from the bar that play. was closed. So I've got to claim them. <laughs> Typical iffy. Oh, what was, it iffy? was it a free quiz? Did you have to pay for it? No, you I paid, had to pay. We had to pay. Yeah. Not like the Queen. It's free. <laughs> we had to, I had to pay to enter a quiz I won to win a cash prize that I didn't win, even though I won the quiz. To get free drinks at the bar from closed. That <laughs> <laughs> was closed. I know, yeah. And then Speaking... Joe, won best, um, Joe won best team name and he won the pop as well, so I got to keep that too. What is what is a better team name here for a James Bond themed quiz? Right? Okay, as a is massive it, James Bond fan, I would do this. Is it shaken but not stir crazy, or is it Quizino Royale, the quantum of knowledge? The quantum of knowledge one. Oh, thank you, that was mine. But oh no, <laughs> Joe, Dan's brother, You've got two in the there. <laughs> Quantum of Solace is probably the worst Bond movie. So you well, that doesn't mean my name was the worst. My <laughs> name was the best. I tell you what wasn't the best, though. This next match, which was the Raw team, <laughs> I thought wasn't as good as the SmackDown one. In fact, I thought it was pretty poor in comparison. Yeah. Well, I thought was just okay. there you go ladies and gentlemen if you want to hear in-depth opinion and knowledge on Grapplecast <laughs> look no further than Bradley the best bit of the match boy genius the... himself <laughs> the best bit of the match was ASOS, sorry Omos, ripped off Anos. the glass, Anos yeah he ripped off the panel and AJ came into the match four minutes early so it meant it finished earlier so that was the only pretty much decent he spot the in the match he only whipped the bloody doors off, he did. And then here the... comes Scrap Daddy Pierce. Get out! What do you think you're doing ripping off that panel that shouldn't move? <laughs> the commentators went absolutely insane when he ripped that door off. Like he just... Oh, like, oh like, like Kane had ripped the door off the hell of the cell or whatever. No, he picked up the plastic <laughs> off the door and moved it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Christ, calm down, have an aneurysm. <laughs> I, um, if we have a look at the... Uh, if we have a look at the... Elimination order. Uh, surprisingly enough, Randy Orton was eliminated first, um, followed by Kofi Kingston. I thought Kofi looked pretty good. He had a good showing in it. Um, Jeff Hardy. I think I, I'm sure I said Jeff Hardy go out first, and he actually went out third, followed by Sheamus, and then AJ Styles with your eventual winner, Drew McIntyre. Quick question: Before the match started, while Randy was walking into the into the chamber, did any of you hear what Kofi kept shouting at him? I heard loads of different... I didn't know whether um, they were having sound issues. I thought at first they were having sound issues and you could hear like the producers in the back saying stuff. But no, every time the camera went on somebody in a pod, they were talking, weren't they? And I was like, what the fucking hell are they saying? Yeah, Kofi, Kofi was shouting at him as he's, and he's going, Damn, look at your quads. Look at your quads. There's some good quads. You've definitely been squatting. Like... <laughs> 
Oh, well, it worked, didn't it? <laughs> it worked. It put him off his game, didn't it? Did you see the Easter egg uh, when Kofi came to the ring? He stopped uh, before getting in and looked back because the last time he was in the chamber, um, like a few years back, he was attacked by Edge when he was in his Jamaican Me Crazy gimmick. Yeah. So there was a little Easter egg where he looked back just to make sure nobody was running to attack him. Long-term booking. Do you think they had that plan from the beginning all those years ago? Oh, of course. Of course, they knew it. I'm pretty sure as well, if I, correct me if I'm wrong, um, I'm pretty sure as well, speaking of that, um, Randy shouted stupid at him as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Almost That's as stupid gone. as dri- a dribbling black treacle in a fake ring on Raw. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we all th- I thought Papa Shango was back. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to say, I, I don't think the um, I don't think the Chamber match was anywhere near as good as the SmackDown one. Um, I'm... <laughs> But they're all former world champions. Former WWE champions. Sorry, we have to be specific. WWE champions. (laughs) I feel sorry for Sheamus. I just feel sorry for Sheamus. He deserves better. He He does not deserve better. He looks like the generic. You know when you create a wrestler on WWE 2K and they tell you to have a ring attire, a backstage attire, and a driving home (laughs) from work attire, and he's got his vest on. And he's got different attires on. His hair's up, his hair's down. He's all over the place. They're doing tons of stuff with him. Which is um, um, off the Muppets, the one that's always like experimented on. (laughs) What? They did it years ago, though, didn't they? They did it years ago when they used to have guest hosts on the Muppets were on. And he kept saying, hey, look, it's your brother. It's, um, what's he called? <laughs> he called Beaker. Beaker, yeah. Beaker, yeah they've already yeah. made that joke years ago. Oh, I'm sorry. I was, probably, together. I was probably about nine. <laughs> you were still swimming around. Do you remember around. guest hosts? Do you remember who he the does, anonymous Raw remember. general manager is? No. Yeah, it's that one who presents Tenable, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> it was Wayne Rooney. <laughs> Wayne Rooney turned up. Well, did he have a, like a go at Wayne Barrett or something? And he slapped him. Yeah, he slapped him. <laughs> and then on Jeez. the interview, went, "Why, what, Wade? Why did you have a go at him?" He goes, "Because uh, Man United beat Preston <laughs> years ago." That, you, you know he was, what? He was stood with Ryan Giggs when he was Ryan Giggs. The announce, I love it when the announcers try and pronounce British names. They're like, "It's Ryan Giggs," and they <laughs> stood next to Daron Fletcher. You're like, dude, come on, practice. Sure, Michaels, who are you here to support today? The Black I'm here Rovers. to support the Blackburn Rovers. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking they, when, about it. Oh, go on, Joe, go on. When, they, when Pac was wrestling and they were wrestling in the O2, they like, oh, yeah, Pac's from Newcastle. There's only two hours up the road from London. I'm like, you what? <laughs> they haven't Newcastle got a clue. upon time. <laughs> I can't remember Norwich. what um, what pay-per-view it was. It was one of the obscure ones like Judgment Day from the early 2000s. And William Regal, I can't remember who he was wrestling. He was having a match. JR goes, oh, William Regal from Blackpool, England, used to wrestle on the docks in Blackpool. The docks? There ain't any docks. (laughs) There's no boats that come in on Blackpool Sea. It's the PJR. Do, <laughs> do you remember the European tour adverts when they were like, WWE is coming to a city near you? It's coming to Manchester, Glasgow, Norwich. Glasgow. Glasgow. At the Manchester Men Arena. Men Arena, they used to say. Well, things uh, in my head. Those were the days. <laughs> as well, when they also went, the beautiful city of Manchester. Well, like, it is beautiful, isn't it? I mean, you're from Wales, Bradley. Anything's I've, beautiful I've compared to Newport. True. 
That is very true. Hey, you leave Newport alone. Hey, I lived there for many a years. Many a years. <laughs> Nine years I lived in Newport for, and for some reason, at least one of my lungs is still working properly. God knows how. <laughs> but thinking about that time then, and the like you said then, Jamie, the raw guest host, that was probably one of the worst periods of WWE ever. Worse than now? I would say so as far as... Because at least now... Well, we had the book, some great the moments from the, the Raw like, guest host. Like, yeah, but they didn't Jeremy concentrate Piven on the wrestling. Coming, Who are you ready for Summer Fest? <laughs> exactly. You <laughs> don't have a clue. There's got random people just to come in, just to be like, oh, you got a new TV show on? Come on, just come as a guest. Yeah, but without the guest host, we would have missed out on, um, what was his name, Hugh Jackman knocking out Dolph Ziggler. We'd have missed out on The Price is Right with uh, Chris Jericho. having The the, the Price is Wrong! The Price Price is Wrong, wrong, bitch. bitch. (laughs) Happy Gilmore. Oh, my day. They were were good. 25 years, Happy Gilmore. uh, Did you see the Sky Sports News thing, didn't it? I saw um, the guy, I can't remember the actor's called now, but McGavin, yeah, do his um, promo, if we want to call it that. Yeah, like Adam, Sa- Adam Sandler did it. Like he did like a golf swing. It was like, still got it. Mm. Take guess you there. And then shooting <laughs> McGavin, like, responded, going, still got it. I see you on the green. And then this is little put. Who got it? Yeah, like with, some um... of the guest hosts were great. I was going to say with Omos, he reminds me of um, in Happy Gilmore. You know they got um, you know Jaws from uh, James Bond, where he's like, yes. "You're going to lose, Shooter. I'll meet you in the car park after this match." He just reminds <laughs> me of that when he's at ringside talking. He says, "I'm going to beat you up after this match." That's the problem, isn't he? So woody, he don't know what to do. He's basically just been told to stand there and look the part, which he does great. But how hard is it to, you know, just stand there and do nothing effectively? Apart from, of course, when he's pulling that bulletproof. Plexiglass off its hinges. <laughs> Christ, oh, I can't wait. My grandma could have pulled that off. I can't wait. <laughs> Omos versus Dabakato in the main event of WrestleMania. Do you think Dabakato's still banging on the door of Raw Underground? Like, I know they they move venues. So <laughs> no, they like, locked him in. Gone? They locked him in the warehouse. Yeah, he is. Yeah, it's going to be like saw. They've locked him in the bathroom, just like in Saw. They're going to open it in 10 years' time, and his skeleton's just going to be tied it's going up. To be, it's going to be a back room, uh, like a backstage brawl. It's going to go in, he's just there, sat in the cornwall, hairy going, <laughs> <laughs> with Lars Sullivan. Tell you, that, I'll tell you what that is. That's many, like many in the bank. <laughs> well, great segue that, Joseph. Because, <laughs> speaking of money in the bank, we had Drew McIntyre successfully defend the championship in the Elimination Chamber, which uh, set, up a, um, set up a little segment from earlier, backstage segment involving The Miz and MVP, where they were having a, a quick chat, coincidentally over some music, so you couldn't hear what they were saying. And then, of course, you had... Bob the, Lash, Bob the Lash, Bobby Lashley come out of nowhere um, and attack Drew McIntyre. And then we had the successful cash-in for your two-time Grand Slam champion and two-time First WWE. And ever Grand Slam. Twice. 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 The Miz. I am looking at this in two ways. I am 
well, three ways. I'm sad for Drew McIntyre because he's lost the title twice now when he should really have kept it from Mania to Mania. I'm happy that the Miz is champion because I feel like he deserves it, but I'm sad in a way that he'll be booked to shit just like he was last time, so it ruins any credibility of him being the world champion. What do you think, Joe? Mute on mute. Look at oh, he's on, he's on mute. There's your professionalism <laughs> right there. Um, sorry. Um, yeah, I I agree with you that it's probably just a short-term um, championship and he's probably going to lose his body last year next week or in a couple of weeks time at payback um, I think Miz is a great heel he's great on the mic but I can't see him holding it for very long I would love them to do what they did a few years ago you know when it was the whole rock scene and Miz thing and he still retained the title at WrestleMania no one expected him to do so like you all know well I say you all know like Tavin especially knows how much of a Miz fan I am I have been for like 15 years like I absolutely love him he is one of the most reliable, one of the best on the mic, one of the best in-ring performers. He knows what to do. He does it well, and he can always work over a crowd. He's one of the most, at least probably one of the best performers in WWE, but he's not that big, strong guy that deserves to be Vince's champion. But I'm glad he's champion. He is going to lose it probably next week or at Fastlane. Do any of you think it's the case of they they're like, all oh, right, this money in the bank thing is becoming a pain in our ass now. Let's just get rid of it now, and then we'd before mania and see and just go from there. I wouldn't I... agree with that, no, because um, they could have got rid of it in that ladder match, the one with AJ Styles and um, McIntyre, but they've they purposely given it back to the Miz. So I don't think they're finding it as much as a pain in the ass because they could have just let it drop and say, oh, okay, well, he, he wasn't successful this time. I think they, they had a, a plan for it. They did have some long-term booking with it, but yeah, it's just not the route that any of us would have predicted, but it's, I think it was the first time in many months we've all been actually looking forward to watching Raw after a pay-per-view. Usually we're not excited at all. I think yeah, the um, whole thing it's going to be would be that Drew McIntyre is most likely going to win it at WrestleMania in front of fans like he should have last year. That's probably mm. what they're going for. But. Yeah. Um, I've also seen this one. We, uh, I think one of either you or Jamie um, shared it in the group, Taron, that um, the, uh, the Miz has got a new series of Miz and Misses and they're following him around backstage. And I think this is going to play into like the storyline on Miz and Misses where he like, he's exactly. about to cash in. Well, this is exactly it. Um, you know, it's it's very convenient. I thought, and it's obvious that it's been planned from the beginning. That you know, as soon as he wins the WWE title, they're straight on but when the website going. Oh, don't forget the new series of Miz and Mrs. Starting. You're thinking, there's your promotion right there. You know that that's the only reason why they they they've done it. If it wasn't for the new series of Miz and Mrs. and trying to get the ratings in, I would assume he would have just well, he may not have even beaten Otis to get the money in the bank off him to start with, yeah. but if he had, I would assume it would have been a fail. Well, as well, when is the uh, first episode of Ms. and Mrs.? Go on, I'm not sure. The Raw After Mania. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> April 12th. Well, <laughs> yeah, so it would be sad if he we'll lost it all. Oh, here he is as champion on Ms. and Mrs., but you know, he's not champion anymore, so, you know... <laughs> <laughs> well, what did we think overall though? What would we give um what would we give the pay-per-view as an overall grade? I I would go with I would go with a B minus. Yeah, yeah, I would have to agree on that. 
I'm going with a C. A C, yeah. I'll, yeah, I'm going down for I'll, a bubble. I'll number it three out of five. It's all right. Well, I asked for a grade added. Fine. <laughs> I will go with a C. He does Take what he wants. <laughs> he does what he wants. <laughs> yeah, it was okay. Like I said, there, there were some moments. I think maybe put it up to a, a B minus just because of the cash in. But that was the best night. And it was only a minute and a half. <laughs> uh, obviously, as a massive misfit, it was it was a great moment, and we were hoping it was going to happen. I mean, somebody correctly predicted it was going to happen. Oh, hello! Right. Well, <laughs> let's let's get on to our pay per view prediction. So everyone listening now knows. I did shit. The worst part is that Brad's won because he got his five points. It weren't even five <laughs> matches. <laughs> We have our pay-per-view predictions. We, we do. <laughs> Obviously, so far, we've only had the Rumble. So the prediction table so far, based on um, the results from the Rumble, had Dan on one point, me on three, Jamie on six, Joe and Bradley tying on seven points. That was after the he Rumble. five points. It's not even five <laughs> matches. So <laughs> we had the men's chamber on... Uh, sorry, the men's chamber for Raw. We had... Um, obviously who was going to win and then there's a bonus point who the last two participants are going to be. Bradley gets no points for this one because he said obviously. AJ Styles was going to win and it was going to be AJ and Drew left at the end. Obviously Drew was one of them. It was but... AJ and Drew at the end. Was it? What? Yeah, it, it was. was. Oh, he gets a point. Why do I have to? Oh, no, he's got another point. Oh. God. Right, he gets a point. Well, we'll let him have a point. You know, he's only 12. Um, <laughs> so, Joe um, gets zero points. Seamus was going to win with Kofi and Seamus being the last two, he said. Dan, you get a point. You said Drew would win, but it'd be Drew and Seamus last. Yeah, uh, Jamie, likewise, and me as well. So, all three of us got a point for that. Um, so, Men's Chamber Raw... Unfortunately, Joe was the only one who didn't get anything on that one. No one scored anything for the Raw women's match because it didn't happen because it got replaced with the tag Well, I should get a point because I said that the match was going to happen you or there's going to be a tag to match. Disqualification for the fact that they put that shite match on to start with and we all had to <laughs> well, sit through it. They listened, they listened to this podcast. They said, they heard, you know what, Dan's got a point. They need to have a women's tag match. Sure, it, was it was you that booked it, was it? Christ I'm, sure you, it was, I'm <laughs> sure you said it was meant to be Lana and Naomi. And yeah, like... because they're the actual number one contenders and they have been for three weeks. They're the yeah. ones who should be having the match. But they yeah, go, no, no, no. Reginald's turned up. Reginald thinks that they should have a match. So, because Reginald says it, yeah, we're going to book it. And it's <laughs> boss time. Honestly, like, can somebody buy Reginald some socks? Please buy that boy some socks. <laughs> That's the least of my worries <laughs> when the fact he's even there to start with. Um, US title match, so there's only two people that got points on that, and that was me and, unfortunately, Bradley. That went with Riddle. Joe went with Keith Lee, who wasn't there for... Null and Void! void. Null and Void, he should be disqualified. Um, oh, God. Dan and Jamie went for Bob the Lash, who, of course, didn't. Um, didn't get pinned, though, did he? He, he didn't indeed, that's correct. Um, no point there, Dan. We didn't lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. Smackdown Elimination Chamber. Bradley, I'm happy to say zero points. <laughs> Said that it would be um, 
Oh no, or has he? No, he said, yeah, he did. No, I, oh god, I got scared. Then I thought he was going to have another point. Um, he said Cesaro would win, and it would be Daniel Bryan and Cesaro last. No points. I meant starting. Well, you should have bloody listened then, shouldn't you? Um, Joe said Cesaro with Cesaro and Corbin being last. Jamie said Daniel Bryan, you get a point, but you went for Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan last. I got no points. I went with Uso and Owens last with Uso to win it all for the finger poke of doom. Um, Bloody hell, Dan, two points. Uso and Bryan last and Bryan to win. Point three. Congratulations. I'm happy to say we all got a point to confirm that Roman Reigns would successfully, whoever he was facing, would successfully defend the Universal title. So we all got one point for that. Then, which brings me on to the fact that I'm very, very disappointed oh. to announce that in the five enough, points... before, before the five points, who won the pay-per-view prediction? Oh, well, you're asking points. me to add it up now. Um, one, two, I think it was, I think, oh, Dan, no. I think two. Dan would have won it by a point. Yeah. yeah. And then me. Yes, he did. Dan got four points. You got three. How do you get five points, which is more than the matches? This is bullshit. Well, I mean, either way, either way, we said that if whoever wanted to take the gamble and say that the Miz would cash in and successfully win, either it was successful or unsuccessfully. Well, I mean, you got five points. It was either that or complete (sighs) wipeout. Um, I'm going to add up all the scores now and then let you all know what the um, total is so far after uh, two events. So, Bradley, do you want to, while I'm adding that up, just regale us about how happy you are to be currently winning the pay-per-view predictions? It just shows youth is everything. (laughs) (laughs) What does that mean? It's a boy who's never been to a Woolworths. (laughs) I did. It's my favourite shop when I was little. I just want to tell it. I just want to tell everyone that Bradley has bad Bunny and Booker T as his background on his screen. <laughs> uh, you shouldn't have told. Taron doesn't recognise who that is. Of He's course, and I, I am know. very, very, very happy to announce that I don't know who Bad Bunny is, other than his appearances so far, um, which I'm quite happy to say at the Elimination Chamber. I, you know fast-forwarded through his section with The Miz, so I didn't even see it. I saw him slap The Miz, which didn't make sense, because you're making The Miz look shite to then become world champion, but anyway. Well, for getting slapped. Anyone can get slapped. (laughs) Yeah, but... but, Yeah, anyone can get slapped in the real world, but when you're writing it as a script into a storyline that somebody gets slapped when you know what's going to happen at the end, it doesn't make much sense to me. Yeah, but what the fuck was that shit out there? You remember that time, oh, don't you? There you go. <laughs> That's probably existed somewhere on YouTube still. Me and Jamie in college had to create a film trailer, but we created a film trailer for The Squared Circle, a film about two, uh, uh, well, certainly one inspiring wrestler who has to go through the backyard wrestling scene in order to uh, <laughs> make it in any way. I mean, it was the shittest quality you've ever seen, but it was a great, it wasn't as good as our idea, Frothy Top. Is it like the other Matt Taron? 
he was better than Beyond the Mat. In fact, the uh, director of Beyond the Mat contacted me afterwards and says, we'd like to make a sequel. Can we have you on board? The worst part, I don't, you don't remember, though. Jonathan Ross gave it five stars. <laughs> well, apparently, so that's what we wrote on the trailer, wasn't it? <laughs> right. I've added up the scores. Uh, Joe, you got one point from the pay-per-view predictions, which puts you yeah. on eight points overall so far. Um, Daniel, you got three points, which puts you on four points overall. Jamie, you also got three points, which puts you on nine points overall. Um, I also got three points, which puts me on six points overall. <laughs> Bradley got eight points. Oh, God. Which puts him on 15 points overall on our pay-per-view prediction so far. Um, right, take, oh! off his, take off his five points, and I'm a point behind, uh, so I'll take that. The man who was still swimming in his father's testicles when Stone Cold Steve Austin was in his height in the Attitude Era is winning the pay-per-view prediction. And not just the pay-per-view predictions. I'm the genius. In the genius of the <laughs> quiz, which you are hosting this week, so it finally but he's means still going to be top. He can't get any points. He but can't he's get still any points. Be top. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Well, I I look forward to. Uh, I say I look forward to Fastlane. I don't know if I do. Not if it means more pay per view predictions, but um, <laughs> no, it it was fairly decent elimination chamber. More can be said for Raw. What well, I say more can be said for Raw. Raw actually wasn't a bad show this week. Um, I don't know whether they had somebody looking at it from a different perspective or, or whatnot. But um, yeah, this week. Um, no, no Drew McIntyre, which I thought was an interesting choice. Probably the better choice. I don't know what anybody else thinks. Yeah. Probably wouldn't have been great to have him on straight away. Um, you know, he can sell the fact that he lost it for the night before by not appearing, and then that opens up your Bobby Lashley and uh, Miss Storyline. But um, we we won't have a, a full run through of Raw this week because we've had an in depth look at Elimination Chamber. But any standout moments for anybody who's watched it this week? Yes, Bugs Bunny. <laughs> he was on, was he, this week? Yeah, that, that's what I mean. They actually did that. Our truth went to him on Raw and was like, I'm sorry, like, literally, there's a bit backstage, like, Bad Bunny and Double Penetration, DP, were walking down the, the road. road, <laughs> the road. Back, And then our uh, truth was there in the corner with a ref, and DP's like, what you're doing is like, oh, so yeah, just uh, get, gave the ref a hug and went over to him. It's like, oh, you thought I was coming off the title? No, man, I just wanted to say hello. I'm a big fan. I mean, I weren't, I weren't going to do anything because, you know, you and Michael Jordan have saved the world from the monsters. And it is just basically like, I, I just wanted to get an autograph, but I left my pen and my Bugs Bunny jersey in my locker. <laughs> and he knew it was like, who's at a DP in the worst, probably I like, cannot ask or do anything at all. He's awful. Just goes, his name is Bad Bunny. <laughs> and it was like, Hi, my bad. And that was it. It was awful. But yeah, that's it. That's my standout moment from Raw because it had Space Jam. I'd be lying <laughs> if I said I watched it. You what? The Raw or just that segment? No, Raw. I haven't watched it. Oh, so you missed Papa Shango then? <laughs> Yeah, he he didn't. He, he, doesn't know, he doesn't know who Papa Shango is. 
I do from the WWE 2K21 career mode. Or 2K21 <laughs> career mode. 2K21? <laughs> yeah, I like got played that game. He, he thinks he was just a created wrestler for the storyline. <laughs> he don't realise that he was real. Bradley, do you know who the Godfather is? Yeah, he's the guy who walks down with loads of hose. Do you know who the Godfather is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Godfather the in the right to yeah the right to censor, but it was it was the right to censor. You see, um, I love the right to censor. The greatest theme music in wrestling history. <laughs> that was. We're doing music quiz. Guess what this is? <laughs> I think I remember you playing that one. So I went, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> Bradley was like, I think my dad's back, back in the car up into the garage. <laughs> so I um, obviously, um, obviously Randy Orton, there was the promo with Alexa Bliss sat in the pentagram um, talking all her shit like she normally does. We still haven't seen The Fiend. He's oh, obviously setting up The Fiend versus Randy Orton at WrestleMania. But um, yeah, the Papa Shango moment came when a bit of voodoo happened and Randy Orton just decided in the middle of speaking to vomit up black gooey liquid. Lovely. He'd obviously been eating something dodgy and catering. Oh, it's bad because he said he was doing the promo and he was doing these little coughs all the way through the promo, going, Yeah, I've definitely I set him on fire. <laughs> I set him on fire really good. <laughs> and all of a sudden, he, he, they showed a clip of um, Alexa in the pentagram and then it came back to him and he went, <laughs> And then he had black in his hand and he went, <laughs> And then it just looked like he was running to use the bathroom very quickly. I don't know if it was for the black thing he just coughed up or whether he had a dodgy curry or what it was but yeah he, he exited out of that ring but um dodgy segment I, I wasn't a big fan of it i don't know why they're doing it you know at least they could have had like alexa gavin voodoo dolls or something it would have made more sense but him just coughing up some treacle I, I don't know what's going on with that i remember remember going on instagram the next morning because that's why I, I always do after like smackdown Rule. I go on Instagram the next one. Just look in the comment section what they're saying in on the different sections. Just everyone going, yo, I, I don't know where I stand on this uh, on this devil <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's true though. I mean, that was probably the the standout moment of Raw, just for its stupidity. I mean, it's a dangerous one what they're doing really with this fiend and Randy Orton feud because, like you say, it is it is going to WrestleMania. I mean, who who's the face and who's the heel here? I'm assuming that the fiend the is the Wyatt. face. Bray Wyatt's the face, yeah. You would assume so, but that's not a very, you know, that's a very heelish thing to do, to uh, attack somebody with, you know, I know there's been fire involved and things like that with the heelish moves with Randy Orton set the fiend on fire, but then for the fiend to retaliate in a similar way with this, like, voodoo magic type stuff. I don't think they know themselves who, you know, is supposed to be heel and face and all of this, yeah. which worries me for the Mania match because who who do you book to, to win? It all yeah. it all depends yeah. what the match is going to be. I mean, it may not just be a normal singles match. They may make it gimmicky. I, I hope it's not a cinematic match. I assume now they're hoping that there's going to be crowds there. It will just be you know, it will be a match in the ring. Good whether there's any type of yeah, whether there's any type of stipulation, I assume it'll probably be at least no DQ just because of the way they've built up the, the gas feud, canister on a pole match. Gas canister <laughs> on a pole match. But you know, who who do you book to win? Do you have Randy Orton, who's been tormented for months now or weeks, whatever, 
you know, finally get one up on the feed by beating him, which would make sense. But then do you have the fiend if he's supposed to be the face overcoming the heel, overcoming the person who set him on fire? To me, there's no winner. Whoever wins makes the other one look stupid. Yeah, I'm wondering as well, is the Fiend, when he does eventually come back, do you think he'll look different? Do you think they repackage him a little bit? Husky, Husky Harris. He's coming back as Husky Harris with the Nexus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just bring the Nexus back. <laughs> with Mason Ryan. With uh, What's that guy who used to do the T like that as well? He'll be coming back. Be Michael Tarver. Michael Tarver, that's him. Oh, I'll bring him back. Michael Tarver was there for about two weeks, one before he got released. Oh, dreadful he was. And they had um, Darren Young. And they had... Um, Justin Gabriel. Yeah, just thinking, and um, Jennifer Hudson's husband. And, David uh, yeah. Hang on, hang on. Dave, David Otunga, is he, he's still, is he still hired by the WWE? Yeah, he's a police supervisor, isn't he? He, he does, some, does he still do one of the shows? He used to do, like, the um, the pre-show, didn't he? That's what I, I mean, but I've not seen for him. At for... Yeah, at least that... a year I haven't seen him. That that's what I mean. I'm gonna have a quick Google of him here just to see see if he's still um because they did that gimmick. He would he was doing the Harvard Law Attorney and he turned up with his big coffee cup and that was his gimmick then when he left the Nexus. Yeah. Well, well, I think he got still... way better, don't he already on commentary in NXT? He's doing a great job as well. He is still hired by the WWE. Interestingly enough, he hasn't been used for a while, and he hasn't been used since around the time that he divorced from Jennifer Hudson. So it was obviously the only one that they on and around when he was married to somebody famous. Now he's got divorced. <laughs> I mean, I'm quite surprised they haven't released him more. For, they may very well have furloughed him. He might have good ideas. Like I said, he might be good guys from backstage. You don't know, do you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if he booked any of the, if he booked Christ the the women's tag team match, then they can release it. <laughs> um, but yeah, finishing off Raw this week, we had um, Braun Strowman returned after his um, slight time off for illness, um, and got beat by Bobby Lashley again. Great for Bobby Lashley because it builds him up strong for this. Miz um, world title match that he's getting next week because it turns out that's what the uh, the deal was, hence the reason why he came down and attacked Drew McIntyre. Um, kind of, it wasn't really a, a squash of Braun Strowman, but it doesn't really make Strowman look great. It would have made more sense to me to have Bobby Lash, I don't know, say the Miz goes, okay, yeah, you can, you know, face me as long as you be my partner and friend here, John Morrison. So at least then it's only John Morrison losing. But to beat, you know, Braun Strowman and clean as well doesn't do too well for Strowman, but I think they've pretty much given up on him anyway to start. Well, I think they're building it towards a Shane McMahon, Braun Strowman at Mania because they keep mentioning about how Shane's pulling all the strings and how he doesn't fit in backstage and how Shane doesn't like him. And Sh- and I don't know if you watched the promo, but Shane pretty much goes, no, nah, you've got stupid ideas. Bron goes, I should have been in that match. I would have been great. And Shane basically said, no, that's a stupid idea. And then just carried on like cutting his normal promo. So I think, I think it's leading towards that, but Bron did not look good in this match. The promo was dreadful. I have no idea what they're doing with him, but if we get a, a Shane versus Braun Strowman and they do a few in a jumps, pirate so ship match, <laughs> pirate ship on a pole, on the pirate, I'm, on the pirate ship. I'm, I'm going to slightly, um, I'm going to slightly change your prediction there, and I do, I do think Braun Strowman will face Shane McMahon 
but I don't think it'll just be Shane McMahon. I think it will be a two-on-one match. I think it will be Adam Pearce and Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman at WrestleMania. Um, Braun Strowman, Pearce, I'd love that. That'd be great. Um, I think that um, Braun Strowman was put in there to make Bobby Lash look strong. They're both massive giants. I'd agree with you and um, Dan there, Taron, that I think that Shane McMahon and Braun Strowman go have a WrestleMania match. And it'd be a raw underground, and then they'll fight <laughs> Dabakato dead underneath the ring. <laughs> they'll resurrect him. From, we'll get Damien Priest to resurrect him, they will. What do you mean, Sonia, Sonia Deville, special guest referee? No, you have to step into her office to find out first. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've got, um, so we've got Bobby Lashley versus The Miz for the WWE title next week. It is being reported on the dirt sheets and by WrestleVotes, which is rarely wrong, that it is more or less concrete in for WrestleMania that it will be Damien Priest and Bad Bunny versus the Miz and Morrison at WrestleMania. So do we think, going off the idea that the Miz is unfortunately not going to walk into, well, unfortunately for me, but he's not going to walk into Mania as a champion, does the Miz lose the title against Lashley next week? Or does he lose it at, say, Fastlane, for example, against either Lashley or back to Drew McIntyre? Yeah, I think Fastlane. I think they'll make it as a triple threat. Drew McIntyre will get in there. And I think it will be Bob the Lash picking up the win. Yeah, I was exactly the same, mate. I, I reckon Drew will interfere in the match next week. Triple threat match of Fastlane. Yeah. So do we think Bobby Lashley will go into WrestleMania as the champion? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think a heel champion going into Mania, it works well. To lose to Drew McIntyre or for McIntyre to lose? Well, that's the thing. If they build up Bobby Lashley to be like, he said he smashed Ron Strowman. He, he might have a match against Goldberg at Fastlane or some shit and demolish him. God. Who knows? You what know, about, just, to make um, it, just to make him look so strong and then Drew McIntyre comes back and beats him. What about, I'm going to throw it out there and see what you guys think. Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I was about to say this because that, that's always been a dream match of mine. Yeah, and that's what the match he's always wanted. Uh, Bobby Lashley's always said that that's the match he came back to WWE for. And this so could be does, the year. What does Drew McIntyre do at Mania? Um, he wins the Andre the Giant Royal Battle Royal. <laughs> He's on the pre-show of the He can stand alongside the greats of Mojo Rowley as previous winners. There we go. You, can, you, can, you can fight uh, Matt Riddle. I've Sorry. seen all dirt sheets that, um, I, again, it's a dirt sheet, so I don't know if it's true or not. They want to give Drew McIntyre's WrestleMania moment with Clyde yeah. there, so... I'm yeah. guessing they've got a big plans for him with a big match. I don't know whether the, the the championship needs to be on the line or not, but they do want to give him a big match. That's why I read anyway. I don't know about you guys. I know we're the British fans here, and he's like our representation of Britain in the WWE, but I don't know about you guys. I'm bored of him. You know, the fact we had a new champion this week, a bit of freshness, it's great. You know, he's, I, I get Drew's good, but it's just a bit boring. I think... I'll... If you're talking about Bobby Lashley versus Brock, you don't need a title for that match to be amazing. Have Miz versus Drew, revenge for obviously cashing in on him at WrestleMania, and then have Bobby Lashley versus Brock separately. Like You don't need a title for that match. That match Otis. sells itself just by names. Otis versus The Miz for the championship, and Otis will build it on that. Like you rob, oh, yeah. <laughs> rob the money in the bank from it. 
I would wow. quite ha- see. I'm a big fan of Drew McIntyre, and I I think it's quite sad that you say, for example, Dan, that you found him quite boring. I I think that's got more to do with the booking. I think if or I think if the crowd had been there, um, it might any you know have the reactions and have the crowd noise behind him and things like that. It might not have come across as much. But I I completely get what you you're saying there. I I would quite happily though have the Miz successfully beat Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania and retain the title if it meant that Otis was released from the WWE before. Is it just because he's younger than you, Taron? I still cannot believe how old he is. That is shocking. Is that he like is the same absolutely old as, ridiculous. Old, is he older than Brad? He is just right. Okay. Everyone's Michael. older than right. Brad. Amy, I am Cap's older than Brad. I'm 20. Oh, yeah, but always like 24, right? Or 23, oh, was, like was it? 28 or 29. Right? He was like 29, I think. Oh, was he? Fair enough. I I'm thought, still old. I thought still in your question, was it just under 30 then, that question that you had? Something like I that. I thought yeah. it was like under 25 or something. No, I think he was like 28, 29, like you say. Fair enough. E- either way, it's it's bollocks. I'm still convinced he's 40. Um, one thing I forgot to mention on the Raw recap, did you see the Rhea Ripley vignettes? Did uh, those twice. So well, it's coming soon. Guess it. You know what? Joe is brilliant at the segways tonight, is, which brings us on to our new section. Did you know, Joe, that Rhea Ripley is coming to Raw? Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that it's. It, 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 it's due as far as she's been in NXT long enough, but I, I'm just not. Hopefully not. Hopefully I'm wrong. I just with any NXT call ups now, I'm just I don't hold any hope that they're going to book them correctly. They might do to start with, but then they'll soon get bored. Vince will get bored of them, and then they'll just you know continue to push Roman Reigns and you know Lesnar and all that kind of business. Did you see what Mick Foley tweeted though um, on Monday? Well, yeah, Monday. He said, um, "Hang on, fail me." I shall try and find the exact tweet. Ah, oh, there's a bear with Brad. Bear? You just oh, a bear with me. Oh, I never mind. get you. <laughs> Did he not have something to say along the lines of that he, he hopes that they don't bugger up her booking? Here it is. It's, it's vital that WWE do not mess around when it's, when it comes to pushing Rhea Ripley. Please do not allow her, you said, please in caps, do not allow her to suffer a 50-50 fate. Strap a rocket to her back and see how far she can fly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, cheers, Mick. And I'm I'm not gonna lie, I have to agree with him because she's one of my favorite like superstars that there oh, is. Oh, she's brilliant. She's one of the only convincing female wrestlers that they've got from from a handful. You know that actually looks like they can string half decent match together. But again, I just I just look at look at Shayna Baszler. We'd be having the same conversation a couple of years ago when Shayna Baszler debuted on the main roster at the Rumble, and then they've used her to shit. They have. She's team. I know she's a champion at the moment, Maybe. but that's nothing to say when she's teaming with Nia Jax, when she's teaming with the hole itself. <laughs> Debuted as a vampire, if I remember rightly, biting Becky Lynch. <laughs> well, where's Becky Lynch now? Maybe she impregnated she's Becky Lynch. No, she impregnated <laughs> her. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'll, I'll keep my fingers crossed, but um, I'm, I'm not not fully convinced, let's put it that way. Will she have a match at Mania? Well, um, with that, with that question, there's rumours that um, Asuka got a really bad injury on Raw, 
and um, you know they were trying to build towards Charlotte and Asuka at Mania. But if Asuka's got the injury, maybe Rhea Ripley fits in. Charlotte Rhea. Yeah. They, uh, so is that, kick, do I get do I get a lot of extra points? I said on the Royal Rumble podcast it would be Charlotte and Rhea. <laughs> I also I also said that. So don't yes. try <laughs> How many points would you like? <laughs> no, none. I'm fine. If Brad gets any, <laughs> I'm fine. I'll take zero. <laughs> no, 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 no. How many would you like? No, it's fine. Don't worry. You're picking don't up. Brad, Brad getting any more? <laughs> Bradley, how many how many points do you want, Bradley? Oh, more than Jamie. Well, pick a number. Minus two it is then. We'll Damn it. Yeah. No, good. <laughs> no did not agree to this. <laughs> didn't agree to Taryn, you should, you should get him to pick... Minus five. You should get him to pick winning. a number out of a bag. Get him, to, get him to win and then pick a number out of a bag. That's how I do it. Yeah, then it won't still not win. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Pick a ball between one and twelve. Seven, unfortunately, don't win the cash prize. Have a drink from the clothes bar. Anyway, <laughs> big news today, and we'll use the big... Pun intended. Early this afternoon, the big show was moved to the alumni section of WWE.com. And everyone just thought, well, makes sense. His career's at the end now. He was on the Raw Legends now. He's not really doing anything anymore. Ta-ra, fair enough. Two hours later, big show is all elite. It's Paul White. It's Paul White. I assume big show is like registered to WWE. Oh, yeah, it is. So obviously when he comes down in AEW, it's it's Paul White. That's what they're going to do. And then behind him, it's going to be it. They're going to call him the giant again, like the the giant Paul White. That Paul just, White, he looks um, he looks very similar to that um, giant Santa Claus he had in Jingle All the Way. He does, doesn't I'm he? I'm going to dip yeah. your horse, bud. <laughs> <laughs> he signed a multi-year deal to be an active wrestler and to be the commentator on the new show AEW Dark Elevation, which is going to be a YouTube show, much like AEW Dark, but on a Monday. And it's going to be to showcase um, up-and-coming indie talent before they effectively come onto the main roster. And still um, win lost records as well, apparently. Well, there is, yeah. But but again, he is also going to be an active... Um, you know, an as active we all know, member. it's finally going to happen after years of teasing... On WWE, we are going to see Paul White versus Shaquille O'Neal. And then we'll watch it and be like, oh, so this is why WWE didn't put it on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically so, yeah. Oh, what's that? Oh, my God, it's, it's Snoop Dogg on the top rope. What the <laughs> hell is he just done? It's a new um, hip on the pole match. It turns out that... He was because obviously he was at the uh, the Raw Legends night. Apparently, he's been reported that um, he wasn't happy and it was quite vocal backstage on the fact that he'd been offered a new deal with the WWE. Didn't state whether it was an active um, performance one or like a producer one, to, but either way, the money he was being offered, you know, wasn't anything that he was previously on. Um, you know, because he'd been with the WWE since February of 1999, he'd been there a long time. Um, and he, he apparently he was quite insulted with the deal. So when AEW came knocking, he went, "Yeah, go on then." Um, and if, if you think about it as well, um, he lives on the same street as Chris Jericho, um, and he's really good friends with uh, Cody Rhodes. So oh God, you know, he's all he has get to COVID. 
<laughs> the Jericovid. You know, he's, he's good mates with them. So all it takes is him to, you know, be out in the garden, have a barbecue. Oh, you never guess what they offered me, Chris. I'll leave it with me. I'll go speak to um, TC and I'll see if I can get you a better deal. And lo and behold, they have. Exactly. I'll be interested. This is another one of those things. A lot of people go, oh, God, AEW sign, you know, another old timer and stuff. We'll still watch it because we'll all be interested to see what he's going to do. So, you know. I won't. I've never well, watched you, a single episode of AEW. You won't, Bradley, because you'll be too busy watching Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> <laughs> Our last piece of news this week also um, is that uh, Davy Boy Smith Jr. is apparently going to be returning to the WWE. Any thoughts on that? I'm very happy with this. Has he been in MLW? I think so, majorly. And yeah. he's been in the um, in the Japan sort of process as well. But apparently he's going to be coming back to, um, I think it was NXT UK, but yeah. obviously they, they can't fly over there now. So they're looking to see if they can process him into the normal NXT. But um, I think they had um, Adam Maxted as well, who was in um, World of Sport. He's apparently rumoured. Um, they've signed Tay Valkyrie, um, a few other people as well. Rich and, um, you know, Bobby Lashley's wife in that segment with Lana when all of their, his ex-wives were coming out, she's been signed to the Performance Centre as well. Oh, my good God. Have you, um, have you also seen the, um, the female wrestler who looks exactly like a young Paige as well that they've signed? Yes, I can't remember her name. No, oh, Cora Jade. Might be. I don't know. I, I, I don't know who she is, but... Yeah, she wrestled thing. in the Dusty Classic. Um, she wrestled on AEW as well. She comes to the ring with a, a small uh, casket, a small coffin that has, like, loads of wrestlers that she's beaten. God, that she puts we in knew the, the Undertaker wasn't retired. He just cannot <laughs> stay. He's retired, she's can a good, he? She's a good talent. I've seen a few of her matches. She's um, she's only, like, 19 or 20, but the matches she's had, she's actually quite a solid worker. And they got and they confirmed her, uh, uh, well, what's, uh, Priscilla, oh, what's her name? Priscilla, Priscilla Khan, yeah. uh, Parker Bowles. Camilla Parker Bowles? Parker Bowles. Parker Bowles. He looks like Brock Lesnar. I mean, they've got a massive influx of talent there. You know, the question yeah. is, can they use them right? I'll be interested to see what they well, do with Davey Boy, because obviously he had a few years as a WWE, part of the Heart Dynasty. I think he was tag team champions once with Tyson Kidd. That was his only run, really, over those couple of years. He's gone away, done a bit of a Drew McIntyre, reinvented himself, put a bit more mass on his body, um, you know, improved his craft in the ring. It's going to go one of two ways for me. He's going to come into NXT. I think he'll probably win the NXT title. Um, and from there, they're either going to turn him into an EC3 and do bugger all with him and he'll get released again, or he'll go as far as Drew McIntyre and become world champion. I honestly think that. I think it's going to go it's going to go one extreme or the other extreme. I don't think there'll be a middle ground for him this time like there was last time. They're either going to do Soddle with him and he'll get released again or they'll strap the rocket up his ass. Um, Also, I've seen as well that um, uh, he's done like a UFC type event called Bloodsport 2. um, He um, fought uh, John Moxley. It's like a UFC thing with... um, Oh, what's his name? Um, like it's like a UFC thing slash wrestling thing where it's like yeah. half shoots, half like work, and he, he fought John Moxley in it. He's a tough bastard. Let's you know, and this promising for him. Like I say, let's just uh, jo- hope Josh Barnett books. Yeah, I think. Um, so Josh Barnett's like 
Um, he's a wrestler, but he's also an MMA guy. He Josh Barnett trained Shayna Baszler and um, Maria Sheffield and all them as well. Well, let's see. I, I assume he's probably going to debut, if it is true, um, at the next TakeOver, maybe even over WrestleMania. Whether he's um, in the crowd, whatever crowd will be at TakeOver, I assume it'll just be video screens or whether he'll make an interference. But I think that's probably around the uh, right time to debut him anyhow. Shall we quiz? Oh, yes. Right, let's have a quiz. Bradley is going to get no points this week because he is presenting the quiz, but we'll have a quick look at the leaderboard so far. Bradley's on two points, Dan's on one, Joe's on one, Jamie's on none, and Taron's on So, um, (laughs) Bradley, you've got your 10 questions ready, I should hope. Let's uh, fire through this and declare me the winner. Here we go. Right then, uh, it's a mixture of a lot of things going on in here. So, at NXT Arrival, who were the two superstars who competed in a ladder match for the NXT Championship? Yes. Is that a point for each? Uh, Yes, I'll give you a point for each. Not that I've got any of them, right? But go on. I'd still argue that's probably one of the best events I've ever seen. No, no, question two. Question two. What is the similarity between these matches? So we have John Cena versus CM Punk, Money in the Bank 2011. Andrade versus Gargano, TakeOver Philadelphia. Adam Cole versus EC3 versus Killian Dane versus Lars Sullivan versus Ricochet versus Velveteen Dream in a ladder match. And the Undisputed Era versus Mustache Mountain in a tag team match. They were all wrestling matches. They all have one thing in common. Say those matches again, Brad. So we have John Cena versus CM Punk, Money in the Bank 2011. Andrade versus Gargano, TakeOver Philly. Uh, And then we have Adam, I'll just say the North American ladder match, just to keep it uh, short and sweet. And then Undisputed Era versus Mustache Mountain on NXT. I'm assuming it was in the Dusty Cup. No, it's Jamie's Googling it. He's Googling the answer. I'm typing on Word. Would you like me to share my screen so you can see my answers? <laughs> no, I don't want to share Google. No, because then Taron will get them. Yeah, <laughs> sure. With the Undisputed Era versus Mustache Mountain, they've had three matches. One was in Albert Hall and one was afterwards because they won the belt. And then this they had was... another one in a cup. Which which one is it? it um, where I got it from, it just said on NXT. And I, I'm pretty sure if I read it correctly, it was in the Dusty Cup. Okie dog. Christ. Are we ready for number three? <laughs> yeah. What was John Cena's 2005 rap album called? Okay. <laughs> Question four, bit of true, true or false. WrestleMania 2 was held on a Monday. Question five. How many times did the WWE Championship change hands in 1999? How do you know? Before he was born. The power of Google. 1999. Oh, okay. Go on. Question six. You get a point for each one you get right on this. Oh, good. Name every NXT champion. Piss off. That's not a... <laughs> what? 
All seven, all seven of them. Yep. Jesus yeah, Christ, I Bye. You're going to have to give me a couple of minutes. I can name all 17. But wow, okay. Do you want me to do them in order as well? No, no, no. As long as you get them. Okay. You know, no, we've only got about five minutes of any podcast left. I'm going to write quick here. The, Thanks, Brad. All good. I'm, I'm going to do them in order just for fun. <laughs> in order, I don't Yeah, bound to be him. I mean, do you count if they won it twice? <laughs> Are you doing that in, in that in order, Dan? No, they've <laughs> it's literally the twice. <laughs> God. Yeah, you're gonna have to give me a couple minutes here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to get everyone a, a, the best one, chance to get points because I know Taryn don't know two, this one. Taryn can't even pronounce what NXT stands for. Uh, I remember when they first <laughs> launched NXT. There was that. I'm sure it was a British promotion. It was that was called like that was called NXT because it obviously stood for Next and. Um, WWE had to like buy out the name and come to an agreement with them. It could have been a Scottish promotion, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I not 100% sure, but I, th- I think it was a Scottish promotion. Mm. How many of these are we? Dan, have you uh, Dan's probably got them all right, has he? Uh, and one sec, one, two, if, three, if you want four, Dan to win the quiz, just go name right, every NXT champion ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on 13 out of 17 now. Uh, oh, there's yeah, another one. Well, is that how many there's been? 17? 17. I've, yeah. I've got eight so far. Well, I've got nine. Would you like, would you like to move on for now? Let's ten. move on to question, otherwise the listeners will be getting bored. <laughs> okay, what was the last match in WWE to get a five-star rating? Oh... Now, are we including NXT in this or WWE itself? Um, NXT is included in this as well. And we're going off the um, the Dave Meltzer five-star yes. rankings on this one, we are. Yep. Oh, I think I know what it'll be, actually. I think it only happened not so long ago. Um, okay. Ready for question eight? Seven, yeah. Yep. Question eight. Kevin Steen is the former in-ring name of which superstar? <laughs> Finally, a point. <laughs> okay. This is multiple choice answer. Our truth has held the 24-7 championship 49 times. But how long with all of these reigns combined has he held oh. the title? Is how it we A? Meant to get that? Is it I just said it's multiple choice? Is it A? <laughs> 363 days is it b 374 days is it c 401 days or d 297 days oh, is it why could it be 420 <laughs> it could be yeah and then last question guys you should all at least get one point on this name three bad bunny songs piss off is that really I'm, the I, question? The best yeah. part is, the best part is, I've got two. <laughs> what? How do you even know for the one? I only know one. I put oh one no, in you the know, group because you he did know a collaboration two. with Dua Lipa, didn't he? You know two because Brad named one last week, and you mentioned a wrestler who has the same name. I, I know the wrestler one. <laughs> no, no, the, a, a female wrestler. Oh god, god. So I know two out of three, and I'm missing two out of the seventeen for the. Uh, 
NXT oh, champions. If I get the one that he doesn't, do I get more points? <laughs> <laughs> right then, are we ready to go for the answers? Yeah, go yeah. Answers. Happy days. So, uh, I want to say Taron first. Go through Taron first because we know he got them all wrong. Taron, who was the two superstars in the main event of NXT Arrival? I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> I put Bo Dallas and Pack. Yes. Well, Neville. He gets one point. No, I'm having two points for that one. Yeah, I don't know where I pulled that from. Yeah. Okay. And what is the similarity between John Cena uh, versus CM Punk, Andrade versus Gargano, uh, the North American ladder match, and the tag match? What are all the similarities? I have no idea on this one. Dan, did you go for anything? No, I couldn't think of anything in the end. Joe? I had no idea either. Jamie? There was two things I was going for, but yeah. So I was going to say melts are five stars. But then I was like, maybe the wrestler left with the belt through the audience or the contract was running up when they won it. You would have been right if you put the melts are five star. That's the one I put first, so I'm taking it. What? You can't <laughs> put no, 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 no. <laughs> No, yeah, I um, said the belts are five star. Or then I was like, "Well, CM Punk left at that, but I don't." But then you said the dusty cup, the dust, the dusty cup, and I was like, well, "That's not for a belt, so it can't be that." So five star, thanks. All right, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. What is the job? What was John Cena's two thousand and five rap album called? Economics. Nope, you can't see me. Correct. Yes. Oh fuck's sake! You can't, you can't see him. WrestleMania two was held on a Monday, Jamie. True. Dan. It was a year false. after, wasn't it? It was like on the same day. False. It's got to be false. It's true. true. Oh. It, was, it was on the same day the year after. I'm sure it was. It was How on... many... oh, Sorry. How many times did the WWE Championship change hands in 1999? Go with Jamie Seven. first. All right, zero. It didn't change hands. Uh, Dan. Once. Joe. Three. Darren. Twice. According to Google, it changed hands 11 times. Oh, oh huh? what? Wow. Um, right, here we go. So I, knew, I, knew just... to, I knew it had to be unique, so that's why I went for zero. I was like, there's a reason this question's being asked. So I'm going to read out the names now of every... No, NXT I've got them all. I've so got one, them all. On, I've got them all. Got I'm, missing, I'm missing one. <laughs> right, so. my God. This is what I've got, but I might have put what someone who hasn't been, so you'll have to tell you. If he gets the wrong answer, he gets minus points. This is a point. Right. Yes. This is in no... He's got a wrong answer. This is in no order, mine. didn't have to be in order, did it? No, oh. no, nope, nope, not at all. Right. <laughs> Good. So I've gone for Alistair Black. Yes. Yeah. Johnny Gargano. Yes. Yeah. Carrying Cross. Yes. Um, Adam Cole. Yes. Bo Dallas. Yep. <laughs> um, Keith Lee. Yep. Tommaso Ciampa. Yep. Big E. Yep. <laughs> Seth Rollins. Yep. yep. Sami Zayn. Yep. Kevin Owens. Yes. But pack, but I mean Neville. Yeah. <laughs> Samoa Joe. Yep. Shinsuke Nakamura. Yep. Oh, I think I've got one left or two. No. Bobby Roode. Yep. Are the two left? Because if they are, I might have them all. I, 
from my is it 18 and is it 18 and total? Drew McIntyre and Andrade. It is. <laughs> is that all? I, yeah, that's all of them. <laughs> there they are. There they are. That's 18 fucking points. That's what happens when he looks on the NXT Google page. Oh, I yeah, saw the, the light NXT shine Google. on his face. <laughs> Did anybody get them all right? I had yeah. 17. I missed out Champa. Oh, I got 14. I missed Samoa Joe. That annoys me. That's 18. Uh, I, missed, I missed more. I missed four. Bloody points. Okay, and um, what was the last match to get five stars in WWE? We'll go with uh, Taron. Walter versus Dragunov. Correct. <laughs> what a roll today, Arna. Jamie probably put Stone Cold versus Bret Hart, WrestleMania 13. No, I put um, John Cena versus CM Punk. Oh, get in the bin. Uh, it was, Steve. that's why it was number two. <laughs> that's why I got that one right. <laughs> Kevin Steen is the former in-ring name of which superstar? Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Yep. Uh, okay, multiple choice answer. Uh, did you just tell me whether you went for A, B, C, or D? Um, I went for B. Let's I go, went Joe. Go oh. C, 401. Dan? C. And Jamie? I went C, 401 as well. It was A, 363. Oh. Oh. And, please name me, three Bad Bunny songs. Booker T. Booker yeah. T. We Mia. all got a point for Booker T. <laughs> Mia? Yep. I can't I don't know what the third one. Um uh, it's called like Una Diaz with Dua Lipa. Yep. Got uh you can have that one. Did you have any others on there as well? No, I just got that one. <laughs> I just look at it because I was Didn't listening even put to the Booker moon. T? No, I got Booker T and Una Diaz, sorry. I there thought you go, said oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Karen. Uh, I only put Booker T. I'm quite happy to know, say I know <laughs> not apart from Booker T. And Joe. I, was, I just, I just put Booker T. There we go. Add up your scores. I got 24 points on a 10-question quiz. It's quite poor if, you only, if you've got 18 on the one as well. Hmm. <laughs> Look at the concentration. Look at them all adding them up like they got anywhere near the amount of points that I got. Oh, I, got I, had one. I had 23. How many? 23, 23. What did you get, JB? 25. you piss pissed <laughs> off. No, yeah. it's not. <laughs> I got 21. Oh, Yo, Taron wins. Finally. Well, it's about yeah, after time. cheating. <laughs> Do you want to see my internet history? Quick, I'm on incognito NX, former NXT champions. <laughs> if you could see my screen right now, it's got our um, podcast schedule it does on here, which it actually says now brings us on to the end. So thank you very much for the quiz, Bradley. I'll put myself on a point to say that I won this week's quiz, which unfortunately leaves Jay Crawford, Jamie himself, on zero points. Who hasn't done the quiz so far? All of us, I think it's back to me now. We've all done it. So it's back to Dan for next week. So, Daniel, quiz next week, please. Make it as exciting as you want. Ten questions for me to win again and make it two <laughs> in a row. Um, but other than that, um, next week, if you join us, we'll be having a brief look at AEW Revolution because that's coming up next Saturday. Um, so we're no going to be, boy match. We're gonna be talking about that. It's on a Sunday for the first time ever. Thank oh, you. Oh, is it? Oh, well, there we yeah. go. Well, <laughs> you 
you learn something new every day. If I'd have known about that, we could have spoke about that next week on the podcast itself. <laughs> uh, we'll, yeah, we'll be um, we'll be having a look at that. We I don't think we're going to do any pay per view predictions specifically for that, but we'll have a rundown of the card itself. Oh no no no! We should have, we should have a prediction on that. No, it's oh, a WWE pay per view prediction. I need to boost table. my points back up. We'll have some predictions on that. I will it's make a, a conscious w- decision. We'll have a separate AEW prediction table because we can't mix it all up now. We're not like this message is going in between promotions. It's illegal. <laughs> of course, you can follow us on all the socials. We're at, at Grapplecast Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Anything anybody wants to add, guys, before we finish this week? Don't forget to like and subscribe us. Well, yes, that goes without saying. Don't forget to ask your mum to subscribe, Bradley, to my podcast. Well, yeah, and this um, wrestling one as well. She'll enjoy Whoa. it. Don't you worry. Well, sorry, I can't hear you from all the way down the predictions table. My oh. <laughs> <laughs> <I> home. My <laughs> home. See you next week, guys. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. Hold one. Arm drag. Brett screwed Brett. It's me, Austin. I did it for the rock. Oh, shut your mouth, you thong-wearing fatty. Number four, armbar. I am Sir 